name of Jesus, Father, we just want to thank you, Lord. We want to glorify your holy name as we come into your house with thanksgiving in our hearts, Father, with a praise on our lips and a song in our heart. We give thanks to you. And Father, we just glorify you, Father. We lift up our hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. Father God, we thank you this morning. And Father, we ask, Lord, that you would just continue to forgive us for our sins and help us through this day. One day at a time, Father God, we come to you in the presence of your glory, asking you for forgiveness of all our sins and asking you to continue to show your mercy and grace upon us. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen. Let us say amen one more time. One more time for the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us go to the book of Romans, the 8th chapter, verses 18. Romans, the 8th chapter, verses 18 and verses 19. And our title for this message today is, When I Become. Once again, the title of our message today is When I, somebody touch themselves and say, When I. Because, see, it's something about when you touch yourself and speak to yourself, see. So, you don't have to do it, but I would suggest you touch yourself and say, When I become, because now you make it personal, you see. You make it personal. And if you don't make this thing personal, then you'll never be able to get it. So the title of our message today is, When I Become. When I Become. When I Become what? A son of God. Amen? Not there yet, but we're on the way. The Bible tells us, for those that are just coming in, we're at Romans, the 8th chapter, verses 18 and 19 is where we'll begin. And our title once again is, When I become. Paul says, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature, which is not only is creation, but also speaking of us, man, it waits for the manifestation of the what? Sons of God. So we're not there yet, right? Amen. But we're in a, what we call a process, you see. We're in a process. For uh, how many of y'all going through some things within yourself right now, within your life? You know, you can be honest, you know. I think everybody in here, if they check themselves, they'll know that there is something that has to be dealt with within themselves right now that they wish that they could not go through the process of having to deal with, right? But Paul says here, St. Paul says, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time, that they are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. See, that's hope right there. You see, that's hope. If we can remember while we're going through that there's going to be a better day. See, that's what this thing is all about, a better day. This thing ain't about today. This thing is about a better day, you see. It's about your future, your future in eternity. Because, see, that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with eternity. And in eternity, see, 
Eternity is all of it. And we don't even know what all of it is. But when we get to all of it, when we're dealing in eternity, all of it is like at the beginning. It's like the beginning and the end is the same. So in the process of eternity or in eternity itself, there is a process. You see, what I'm trying to tell you, church, is that we'll never stop becoming. We're always going to be growing in eternity because eternity is made that way. I know they don't talk much about eternity nowadays. They talk about everything else. But here at House of Destiny, we talk about eternity. Because that's why we got saved, right? Because of eternal life, right? So it's all about eternal life. It's not about all this other stuff. It's about where were you and where will I spend eternity? Whether I'm going to spend it with God or whether I'm going to spend it somewhere in out of darkness like I say, looking at a flat screen TV of everybody else, all the other Mephibosheths eating at the king's table. The devil is a lie. I'm going to eat there too. And the thing about it is when I sit at that table, I ain't going to be able to look down and see that I'm lame because the table where I am is going to hide that. It's going to be hid in Christ. So see, I'm not going to have to worry about being crippled no more. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It says here that there's an earnest expectation of the creature because he's waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God look at John 1 12 don't walk with him John 1 12 now the word of God tells us here John speaking he says now but as many as receive him even those that believed on his name, they were given the power or the authority to do what? See that word become? Become what? So when you got saved, you did not immediately become a son of God, did you? But you were given the power to become it. Through a process, right? So I don't want you to get that messed up. Don't, don't, don't get this twisted thinking that you've arrived like a lot of pre, uh, Christians have. See, a lot of Christians think they don't arrive. No, what happened? Paul told us that, I don't count myself as apprehended, but this one thing I know, I'm going to forget that which is behind me. You know, them screw-ups that I made. You know them things that people always try to throw in your face? You know, Paul say, forget that. Because I got a better place. See, I got to move forward. But in order for me to move forward, I got to forget about what everybody else is trying to throw at me, which is my past. You understand what I'm saying? Because in order for me to get to my future, I've got to forget about my past. And I can't hang around people and listen to people who try to dog me in my past. If that's all they can see when I'm trying to go forward is what I used to do. Because what I did yesterday, God just might change me today and I'm not do it no more. And it might look like to you that I'm about to do it again, but God done changed some things. You understand what I'm saying? Because who are we? Do we know more than God? Are we better than God? God says that, who art thou, old man, that judge another man's servant? Isn't it up to the man that owns that servant as to whether that man will stand or fall? That's what the words say. 
Anybody ever wanted to see you fall? But you keep on standing. How many people have come through House of Destiny wanting to see us collapse? And they wait around till they can't wait no more and they say, I can't tell you, they ain't going to die. Oh, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Bible says here that as many as received him, to them gave he power, authority, to become the sons of God. That word son there means builders of God. Now I'm going to show you something here. Even to them that believed on his name. I want you to go to Genesis 1.26. <coughs> Genesis 1.26. Because God's word speaks something to us. Genesis 1.26. Genesis is the first book of the Bible. The first chapter, verses 26, where God said. Are we there? So the Bible tells us there that God said, let us do what? Let who make man? Oh, he brought somebody else in, didn't he? Wait a minute. Hold up. So God did have some help. Oh, he never would have said, let us. Well, hold up now. now wait. Let's, 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 let's destroy theology first. First, we got to kill theology because he ain't talking about the Trinity there. Because it ain't no Trinity. See, that's, a, that's false doctrine. You see, what you've got is you've got one God, just one. You got three offices, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that one God operates in all three. Okay, let me break it down where you can understand it even better then. Because I know I got to break through your theology this morning. Okay, right now, I'm one man, right? Most people know me as Doc Manley, right? But all I am is a man, right? But right now, I'm your pastor, right? I'm in the office of the pastor, right? Well, when I get home and I put on my apron, all right, men, when I put on my apron, I become the husband, right? Huh? Right? Still the same man, but it's a different office, right? Because I don't go home trying to be no pastor. You know what I'm saying? I don't go home doing that. I go home being a husband. Okay? Now, same man, different office. I'm an author. Same man, but different office. So I got pastor, husband, author. And if I want to bring it over here, I got businessman. You know, it's a lot of offices that I got, but I'm just that one man. You understand? Well, it's the same with God. It ain't no three. No, no, no. It's just one. It ain't but one spirit, and that's God's spirit. And God, what God does is, God places himself in accordance to what's needed at the specific time in whatever office, because he's able to do that. And if he want to be in all three offices at one time, he can do what he want to, because he's God. Amen? Are y'all following me? Have I helped y'all in y'all theology in it? Just wanted to help you. So God said now, in verses 26 of Genesis 1, he said, let us make man. Well, if you go to Genesis 1, 1, it says, in the beginning, God created heaven, heaven, one. 
and earth, right? That's in the book. Now, he dealt with that creation. And during the time that he was dealing with creation, us was there with him, helping him. Because he did say at the, on the sixth day, he revealed that it was some us's with him. Didn't he? And on the sixth day, he, he revealed it. See, he said, now, we done made all this other stuff. Now let us make man. The same one that made the first, the second, third, the fourth, the fifth day. He said, now let us. I'm just getting this in the book. So he reveals now there's somebody else that was helping doing this thing. They're called the Elohim, the seven spirits around the throne. And you'll find them in Isaiah, the 11th chapter, verse 1 and verse 2, where the spirit of the Lord, y'all know it, spirit of knowledge, spirit of wisdom, spirit of uh, uh, understanding, spirit of counsel, spirit of might, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Those are the usies that helped. They were the sons that helped him build the universe. So he had some help. He had some help. He said, let us. That's what he said. He didn't say, let me. Read your Bible. Genesis 1.26. He didn't say, let me do it, did he? That's like me saying, let me build this church. No, let us build it. Same thing. You see, fellowship. So God said, let us make man. We done made everything else, now let us make man. We done made a heaven, now we done made an earth. I know I'm going to stretch your head today now. Your head going to get a little stretched because y'all know when I get up here, I'm going to stretch. Not going to come with that, oh, you know the Lord. Get out of my face. I'm going to stretch your head because we've got to be stretched. We've got to come out of that foolishness that they got out here they call it church. This is an eternal word. And you got to sit. See, when I sit and I get a word from the Lord, I don't check with books. I check with God. And God dump it in my spirit and tell me, okay, this is what I want you to teach. This is what I want you to preach, and this is how far I want you to take it, because if you take it any further, you'll lose them. I'll give you the instructions when to take them further. So he says here, he says, now, let us make man. So if in the beginning God created heaven, one heaven, and earth, and he had some sons to help him build it, right? Okay, watch this. Go over here to Isaiah 65, verse 17. Say amen when you get there. Whew. Before I be, are you there? Isaiah, I need you to see this. Because things have changed on you. Watch this. Now he's talking about a future tense here. Everybody there? All right. God's word said, for behold, I create new what? With an S. Heavens. Genesis 1.1 say, I create the heaven and earth, right? And he needed some help, didn't he? Now he got some heavens. He's creating new heavens. He's going to need some more help, ain't he? Oh, do you catch me? 
Because the more responsibility, the more help you're going to need, right? When you got one child, it ain't as hard as when you got two. But when you got 200, hey now. You understand what I'm saying? So the more you get, the more help you need, right? And if this, as this church grows, the more help we need, right? Right? People have to step up. And not only step up, but they got to stay up. See, that's the problem here at House of Death. They don't stay up. That's the problem in church, period. They get up, but they don't stay up. Why? Because the kids of the world. That's what it is. When God told you that the suffering, you're going to go through that. But don't compare that with the glory that's going to be revealed in you. Don't get yourself so tied up in this mess that you forget that there's an eternal glory waiting on you. Because a lot of folk doing that. They doing that. And it's hurting them. It's hurting them. Had a man left here with his wife. He told me yesterday, every time he see me, he run out of the house. Because the wife running him crazy. They used to come here. He stayed drunk all the time. Don't go to church nowhere. Yeah, you let a, you fool. You let a woman take you out of church. You the fool. You the fool. That's what I call, now you drunk. Now, now your God is your, is your bottle. You, you see what I'm saying? What I'm saying, church, is why you doing good, you better keep doing good. And I'm talking that to my own old crazy self, too. You understand what I'm saying? I'm just telling the truth. I mean, I, I mean, I'm just one step away from screwing up. And guess what? You are, too. You are, too. So while we in the fold, we need to stay in the fold. You understand? So God said, now, behold, I'm going to create new heavens but in order, and a new earth. But in order for me to do that, because the old things and the former things have passed away. But in order for me to do that now, I, I got to have some more workers. I got to have some more builders, right? Okay, go to 1 Corinthians 3, 9. Go to 1 Corinthians 3, 9. I'm not going to be with you long. It don't take long. Matter of fact, I'm just about through. Go home and eat chicken early. First Corinthians 3 9. Amen. What does God's word say? For we are what? A laborer is somebody that builds something. Who we laborers with? With God. Uh-oh. We are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. That means we're his field. And we're also his building. God's building. How do you get a building built? Your labor. Right? Didn't he say we are God, God's laborers together with him? We are laborers together with God. What are sons? Laborers. Builders, right? Everybody that's a laborer is building something. When you go to work, aren't you building something? Everybody in here that's got a job is building something, including me. I'm building spiritual houses. Everybody in here that's got a job that does anything builds. Whether it's products or whatever. You're building something. And if you're building something, then that means you're a laborer, right? And if you're a laborer and you're building something, and if you're building something, you're a son, because that's what the word son means. Got me? So God says now, 
y'all are laborers together. Don't forget, let us make man. Because he already had made all the other stuff with the usses, right? So he needed some more usses, some more builders. You see, why? Because now he's fitting to create some more heavens. I'm telling you, man, this thing is far beyond what church is telling you. I keep trying to explain that to you. That is far beyond church stuff. I'm revealing to you the mysteries of God, like Paul did. Paul said, now we're supposed to be able ministers in the New Testament, deciphering the mysteries of God. That's what we're supposed to be doing. In other words, I'm supposed to be putting a revelation in you as well as in myself that I received from God of who you really are when I become. Now watch this, because you're going to get a little heavy. Most people think that when they are seen as laborers here in 1 Corinthians 3, verse 9, they don't see no further than earth building church. That's, that's how they view it. See, they, don't, they can't reach into eternity and understand that we're going to forever be sons of God. When we become a son of God, we remain a son of God, a builder. Why? Because the universe is constantly being built and rebuilt. And uh -huh. you see, you, you, you see, see, they haven't told you that you're going to be there. Oh, we just going to be round the throne, just glorified. You going your butt going to be working. Your butt going to be working. You got time to be running, and you're going to be praising him at the same time because you linked in. At the same time, see, you don't, you, you, you won't have to. See, you will have entered into his rest, but his rest ain't like our rest. It don't mean that you stop doing. It just means that you got the thing on autopilot. You understand? Like them cherubims that are around the throne with all them eyes and stuff, and them others that the elders, they constantly, as God is pumping that power out to them, they're constantly falling down at him, you know, but they're doing their job because they just ain't falling down just for nothing. It's something when they're falling down in and around that throne that's emanating out throughout creation and the universe. It ain't just, it's a pulse. I know that's too heavy for somebody. Some of you just scratching your head like, what is he talking about? I'm talking about God. That's what I'm talking about. I ain't talking about no Baptist stuff. I'm talking about God. Read your book. They're around the throne in Revelation. A green rainbow is around. It represents eternal life. And that thing is pulsating from the throne. And every time it hit, they bow down and cast their crown because they can't help it. Because they in full charge. They in plugged in. You understand? Like we're going to be plugged in. Hallelujah. See, one of these days you're going to be when I become. I'm going to get plugged in. I'm going to get plugged in. And when I get plugged in, then you'll understand by and by what old man Manly was trying to teach you down here. Most can't go where we going. They can go to church, but can't go where we going. You better get hip to that before you be one that's done fell out like a bunch of mohair. And the only thing you got left is a bottle of liquor or a crazy woman or a fool man. Huh? <laughs> you laughed, did you? <laughs> you know, I put man in there too. You know? But I'm serious. 
Because once you leave God, that's about all you got left. It's trouble. That's about all you got left. You leave God, you're in trouble. Don't you be no fool. I don't care what you go through. Don't be no fool. You say, we're laborers with him together. Why? Because if he gonna create some if he gonna create some more heaven and another earth, then he'll have to have somebody, some more us's, to be doing all this. Amen? All right. Okay. Let's go then, because now I'm really gonna say if you if you, if you, if your head is hurting right now a little bit, then let me just make it hurt a little bit more. Let's go to John 10 16. Let it hurt a little bit more. Since I got it hurting a little bit, I might well go ahead and give you migraine. They hurt, don't they, Sam? I'm going to give them a migraine in the spirit realm, though. Because we all know things. Say amen when you get there. John 10, 16. When I become, when I become what? A son of God. See, we got a glorious future ahead of us, church. We've got a magnificent life ahead of us in eternal life. And the thing is, is that we're never going to stop growing. We're never going to stop building. We're not, never going to stop expanding. Just chart the course and stay on it. John 10, 16 says, watch this. And other sheep I have, which are not of what? Ooh. Them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and they shall. And there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Well, 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 what is he talking about? Here again, here's theology. Well, he talked about the Gentiles there. Yeah, it starts there, but it don't end there. See, 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 see. You, you can't put God in a box like that. Because I'm going to show you something. Now, God says, I'm going to create new heaven. I'm going to create a new earth. Now watch this. Go over here, because I'm going to come back to this. But I want you to see something. Go over here to Hebrews. <coughs> Hebrews 1, verse 2. And say amen when you get there. Hebrews 1, verse 2. You need to see this. Are we there? Hath in these last days spoken. See, you speak to us by the prophets. Fathers by the prophets. But in verse 2 it says, Hath in these last days, talking about God, has spoken unto us by his Son, whom hath appointed, whom he hath appointed uh, of all things, by whom also he made the, what? With a, is one world or how many? With an S, isn't it? So it's more than one, isn't it? <laughs> Go on over here. Go ahead on over here if you think you're the only thing that, <laughs> see, he said, I got other sheep now. See, he just told you that, see. Now, if your mind is limited, then you won't be able to catch this, see. But I'm showing it to you in the Bible. You got to argue with the Bible. You can't argue with me because I'm showing it to you. It's as plain as a goat butt going uphill. Look up. You're bound to see it. That's just all there to that. Hebrew 11 chapter. Verse 3. Are we there? Watch this. Through faith we understand. What did it say? Through what? So the only way we can understand this thing is through what? 
We can't be here telling God <laughs> what is. <laughs> we can't do that, can we? He said, through faith we understand this thing, right? Amen. <laughs> through faith we understand that the how many? With a what? Is it just one world? That's word, ain't it? World's got people living on them, ain't it? Something living on it, ain't it? Huh? And if it's something living on it, who created it? Okay, then. <laughs> I got other sheep that you don't even know nothing about. That ain't even of this fold. Wow. Wow. See, we think everything. We can't even make it. Let me just say this. By God, we can't even make it down here together without acting a fool with each other because we don't look like one another. We don't talk like one another. We don't act like one another. You know, one like this flag, nothing like that. Who gives a you-know-what who like what? Huh? We, we, can't even, we can't even get along down here. So you know it's going to have to take a mighty transition for us to become in one fold by one shepherd when all these other worlds, when the saints go marching in. See, see if you, oh God, oh my God, I'll get to it. I just, a revelation just hit me. Jesus, hit me in the head like a sledgehammer. God Almighty. Mm. When the saints go marching in. Hebrews 11 verse 3 says, Through faith, it's only by faith we understand that the world, somebody say worlds, were what? Framed by what? What am I reading to you? How do you understand it? Through faith. That the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Some things you can't see. You got to understand it by faith. If you want eternal life, you got to take it by faith. If you want to transcend into the next generation, into the next place, into being a son of God, you got to take it by faith. You understand what I'm saying? You got to take it by faith, and you got to take it by violence too, because the Bible says that ever since the days of John the Baptist, that the kingdom of God suffered violence, and the violence take it by force. That's what God's words say. How many of y'all ready to take this thing from within? That's what I'm talking about. You got to take it from within yourself. So God says here now, you got to understand this thing through my word. Now, if you're going to question my word, like Peter did, oh, no, Lord. Man, I say kill and eat. Oh, no, Lord. Peter, what I have cleaned, I have made clean. Now, you kill it and you eat it. He, Peter had to argue with, go argue with God. Some of us are arguing with a stop sign. Or a rock. Some of us will. The word said that no, but that ain't what the word is said. Can you read? It ain't but one world, but what did the word say? World. It ain't but one heaven, but what did the word say? I create new ones. 
So who report you going to believe, man or God? Oh, it's simple. All you got to do is read the book. So if there are going to be new worlds, right? And there are going to be new heavens created, right? God is going to need some more builders, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you just build in one house, you don't need but a certain amount of builders. But if you're building a whole bunch of houses, you're going to need some more workers. You're going to need some more laborers. So what God is doing is, God is, earth is a seeding place for the manifestation of more sons of God. It's just a seeding place. That's all it is. And we go through the process through suffering and pain to become that full weight of glory in God as being the sons of God. So there are many seeding places. We're not the only one. He says I created, created the words through the word of God. See, I know what I'm talking about when I heard from God. And then I backed it up with the scripture. So they say, if I can back it up with the scripture, then I, I can give it to y'all. Now what you do with it, you, you do with it. But the word ain't going to change. If you go back a thousand years from now, that word's <laughs> It's going to be the same thing. It ain't going to change. It ain't going to change. And now it might take you a thousand years to catch up to what I'm trying to tell you, God. I hope it don't. But, but when you do catch up to it, you, you, it'll still be there. It will, Sandra. It'll still be there. I mean, the word is the word. It is. Ain't nothing I can do about it but accept it. So now I understand when I go over here to, watch this, when I go over here to Matthew, knowing that all these worlds out here, and knowing that we are not the only ones, that he's got some more sheep that's not of this fold that goes beyond the Gentiles, because line upon line and precept upon precept, I've gone through the word and I see what he's talking about. Now I understand, go to Matthew, the 24th chapter. Watch it now. Now I can understand some things. Remember now, we got some worlds out here, right? And watch this. Verse 29 through 31. Over there. Watch what God's word say. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, not before, but after, shall the sun be dark and the moon shall not give her light. Stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. In other words, we're going to see a thing in the spirit realm about God and his Christ, the builder of man. And then shall the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the cloud. In other words, there's going to come a time when we're going to see God coming in his word. Coming in the clouds of heaven, and we're going to be seeing it in a spiritual way. Sort of like we're doing now, with power and great glory. Because we're not going to have to be able to have power and great glory until we begin to see this word through the eyes of the Spirit. But what I want you to see is verse 31, called... Remember, I told you, worlds. And he shall send his what? With a great sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather his elect from where? 
from where? Of where? From y'all read like who went school in here? Am I the only one went? Let's read that again then. Good gracious. Lord have mercy. Let's do it again. <laughs> Let's just all read verse 31 together. Let's go. One, two, three, go. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Didn't say nothing about earth. Said heaven. Say go and gather up who? Where you gonna gather them from? From all them different worlds that's out there in heaven, right? Ain't even said nothing about the earth yet. But go over here to see this is what I like about the gospel. Then I'm close. Go over here to Mark. Speaking about the same thing, but on Mark, and after all, Mark wrote the first gospel, y'all. Mark 13. Oh, young, young Mark. John Mark. All right. Watch this. Over there. Look here. Verse 24. But in those days after that tribulation, saying the same thing, sun shall be darkened and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars of heaven shall fall, and the powers that are in heaven shall be shaken, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with great power and glory. Didn't we read that in Matthew? All right, watch this. And then shall he send his angels and gather together who? From the, read with me, four winds from the uttermost part. Now he put earth in there, don't he? To the uttermost parts of what? So, okay. You see him put earth in there this time? Are y'all clear on what's happening here? Are you clear? Because if you're not, now tell me. And we'll explain it. We'll explain. See, over here in Matthew, he just talked about picking up the elect out of all these other worlds. But then, he put earth in there in Mark. He said, now I'm going to send you out through the uttermost parts of the earth and the uttermost parts of heaven. You see, and he's all, because he said in John 10, 16, did he not say that I have another sheep that are not of this fold? And when I bring them in, they're all going to be under me and one shepherd. That's what he said. Now, when we become sons, builders of God, then what we're going to do is like God did with the us's in the beginning. We're going to be co-creators like we are now. We're co-creators with God because if a man and a woman, I say a man and a woman, get together, then they'll have, they'll create one of them right there. Right? Ain't that creation? Is it? Did, did y'all not know that the sexual uh, 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 power of God is what created everything. That's why God is so adamant about it. And that's what's killing us, you know, this sex thing, you know. That's what's got this flesh all screwed up in many ways, you know. But that's the thing that God is so called so sanctified because he said fornication is the only sin that's against the body. 
is fornication. Every other sin is outside the body except fornication. That's what God's words say. And that's the one we fight the most, if we're honest. That's the one we fight the most, if we're honest. You know? And, and since this is an honest speaking church, well, we just, we, 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 we can talk about things and understand, you know, then that's what we need to do. So we're creators when pam, 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 babies come. Right? Don't they? Babies? If you don't believe it, go to fooling around and, and be un whatever they do now. And sometimes that don't even work. <laughs> I told y'all that we're gonna it's gonna be seven women for one man. Y'all seen him pass that law the other day. Y'all y'all gonna start believing. Come on, boys, don't want no girl no more. They done lost their mind. <laughs> they all went crazy. I don't want no girl. Is you a fool? Huh? Y'all done lost y'all my all these pretty girls right around here? Huh? I got me one. But I still have to restrain myself sometimes. She be walking with me. She be waiting on me to look at her. <laughs> you see, but I'm just saying, though. I'm just saying, I ain't doing nothing no other man ain't doing. Huh? We have fun tell the truth, can't we? Amen? Because I love my wife. She's a pretty woman, you know? But when Mary wonder wasn't pretty. Wait a minute now. Now hold up. Now just wait a minute, Marshall. Now you ain't supposed to get in it. So, so what we got here, you see where God, you see where he goes out. All the way out. In this verse, in Mark, and he say, And then shall he send his angels and gather together his elect. He elected them for what? To be sons of God. Builders. I'm serious, y'all. That's why, he, that's why he elected us. See, we've been elected through the blood of Jesus Christ so that we would be elected to become the sons of God so that we could be co-creators, co-laborers with God so that we can help build. He's teaching us how to build down here so that we can learn how to build out there. And this thing gets deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And now that it's going forward, I can't stop it, y'all. I can't teach nothing but where God has me. I can't go back here and teach y'all that. It's onward, soldier. That's what it is now. So God is saying to us today that I've elected you to be a builder with me because I'm going to have to have some more us's to recede some more worlds like I did in the beginning because see I'm eternal and I'm bigger than big and it takes a whole lot to satisfy me that's God speaking not me that's God speaking See, we can't put God in a little matchbox and say this is all. Are you crazy? You, I mean, it's so big until Earth will get lost looking through this Hubble's telescope. It's so big. 
That's the God we serve. We're not serving one that's intermediary. We're talking about the one. The one. That's got a whole lot of captains and lieutenants and everything else under him. But we're talking about the one. The one when, the, when he opened the book, the whole, and sat on his throne, the mountains and everything else fled. The one that when it's all over, Jesus will say, here, I'm giving this back to you, Father. That's the word. This belongs to you now. It's back, back in your hand. That, that one. So God is, is strictly telling us that he's going to collect his elect. And when he collect us and we become builders for him, true sons of God, don't you think that the effort of the job stops there and we just go off the la-la lane? That's when the work really begins. Understood? Give God some praise. Come on up, brother. Yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was amen. Amen. You know, I said, is everybody's everybody head stretched? And I heard one amen. So I said, me, said, the rest of us was already there. And They've already arrived, haven't they? About those Praise the Lord. Hey. those worlds that's out there. And, you know, this is a, earth is just a seating place. And there are other places that are seating places. And so God's going to gather every place all the worlds and heavens and that's why it's so important that you know a lot of times you know you 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 attend fellowship and you always hear the same thing and there's some parts of the bible that that uh, um some leaders or preachers don't go to and but see that keeps us without the knowledge that we need because when it's over with down here we, it's, life has just begun <laughs> we're, we're entering into another world and uh, it's it's amazing. It's like I, I have no clue what's next, God. But I, you know, from 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 His Word, I, I just can't hardly wait to see what else it is. Because see, He's He's we are in the process of becoming, and that means you know as we leave from this dimension, this domain, you know th these natural beings, we become spiritual beings, and we in, enter into another world, and. It, would it not be true if God not had written it in a book and said worlds with an S or heavens with an S? He's, he, he hadn't lost his mind and he's just letting us know what's out there. It's just that we have to open our minds enough to receive what God is saying. So that's amazing, right? So did anybody learn anything new today? I, I did. You know, the seating place. Amen. So the thing for us to do is share with somebody else. Now, they, they, their heads really will be stretched, you know, because if we had been in a situation where God always dropped something to us, but when you come down to trying to drop what God has dropped to us and drop it to somebody else, then they, they'll think we're crazy. But what they don't know is we just, uh, by the grace of God, we're just that much more advanced. And, and all this stuff is taken by faith. Through faith is what it says. You just have to believe what the book says. And I just just so honor the Lord for for such a, a mighty word 
from the Lord. Amen. So we have to continue to pray that God will continue to feed us more and more and more. And I saw where the young, the, the young people, you know, I'm an observant type person, but I saw young people listening. You know, so so parents, if, if they begin to question your next questions, you might just have to get in that book a little bit more or get that CD and then really get down in there. Amen. Be able to answer some questions they got, right? Amen. So we're just thanking that and honor and praise God. Now, how many people would like to have a, a CD? All right. Okay, we've got one, two, one, two, three, four, five. We want for six. Six. All right. And those that can go online, uh, hod.tv.net, uh, I think it is, dot sermon.net. Go online and listen to it over and over and over. Go Listen to it over and over and over. And, and uh, more you listen, the more the Holy Spirit will reveal to you. 